0: Welcome back father lovers to a brand new episode of last call at Pemberton's the best damn how I met your father podcast on the internet and yes John I said best damn because it is the best damn <laughs> listen you've
1: got your opinions
0: I do. the internet has theirs
1: they that's have. all that matters
0: they have not disputed my my opinion so that's all that matters hi <laughs> <laughs> I am one of your hosts Josh here with my best bud John man how are you
1: doing this week well, as you can see, I popped down to my own local pub. I am—I'm uh, throwing back some cold beers, throwing me back some shots. It's a great fucking time to be at. No, I'm in my living room, but I decided to throw back a wallpaper like Josh, it's true. Still enjoying some cold beer.
0: I hope shots it is cold. Are empty. I hope it is cold, my friend. I hope it is
1: in the freezer. It's definitely
0: cold. I'll say a warm beer, not so pleasant. Ooh, definitely no. been there.
1: Definitely yeah, been there. You know me. I'm not a warm beer
0: guy. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I'll I, be honest, man. If somebody out there is a warm beer person, they're probably a serial killer.
1: I'm <laughs> just they're, saying. They're the guy driving the naked cabbie cab. Yeah,
0: they they are the naked cabbie. The naked cabbie loves himself a nice lukewarm beer. <laughs> room room temp.
1: Throws himself back some warm piss.
0: Yeah, man, I'll, I'll, a room temp pist is probably his favorite.
1: <laughs> oh man! See how we connected that, people? Yes. It's a connect the dots type of episode.
0: Or if we're talking, if we're talking, uh, "How I Met Your Father" beers, he's he's probably either rocking a labat or a, not a, Labatt, a a Miller Light or a Blue Moon, uh, as we yeah, see. Yeah, they really plug Blue Moon quite a bit. Do both of them? That you see them both predominantly again in this ep- every episode, really.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's it, that's. Well, it's their, funny
1: because I episode. actually found myself looking this episode for the Jack bottle.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: I saw it, and I was like, yeah. Ah, Jack. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: I saw it too. Got to look for it every time. It's good stuff. See,
1: I don't, I don't see myself looking for it all the time, but for some reason today I was like, Oh, is it there? It's like oh. there it is. I've, right been checking, I've
0: been checking it every episode since we since we discovered it.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to get a bottle of Jack Daniels and then find a little red jacket just yeah. to have it for collection purposes.
0: Honestly, you could probably find a little red jacket at, like, Build-A-Bear or something. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Ooh. That's right? not a bad idea. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't be shocked. if you,
1: Ladies could, and gentlemen, check if you want to help me with this investment, my cash tag is cash tag J-made one I think
0: so. Yeah, J-M-A-I-D and the number one
1: And I will I will stop wallpapers and it'll be behind me every episode <laughs> Just like How I Met Your Father
0: Boom, there we go folks Speaking of How I Met Your Father We are here to talk Season 2, Episode 16, The Jersey Connection
1: That's right there Booyah
0: Sure, when we get there, we can do that <laughs> we didn't do that when we did the How I Met Your Mother one, did we?
1: I wasn't thinking about it
0: I don't think we did Oh wait, no, we totally did We made the joke about um, Robin Sparkle's uh, 316 yes, What was it? Because it was the Sandcastles episode It's the
1: Sandcastles episode We were talking yeah. about how we could totally do Austin shirts with that
0: Yeah, it was uh, Sparkle's 316 says let's go to the mall Is what like we had been yep. joking about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I we could also
1: do a daggers three sixteen that says "PS, I love you."
0: Uh, let's get it going. We got to rock these shirts, peeps.
1: I got. We're gonna I got rock stuff. it just like she rocks your body till Canada Day.
0: True. We're gonna set. We're gonna set up a merch store. Let us know what you guys want to have. Get this rolling. Have oh, some yeah. nice, nice last call McLaren shirts. Do we get look? beer Boom.
1: koozies with yes. the last call logo on them?
0: Yes. See, that's thinking right there. We'll, we'll do this, folks. You let us know. You let us know. All right. So this episode aired June 20th of 2023, directed by – you want to guess, John?
1: Pete Fry.
0: Not today, sir.
1: God damn it. You set me up.
0: I did. I did. This one was directed by Michael Shea, who actually worked uh, as a first assistant director on the entire run of How I Met Your Mother. Ooh, okay. As well as on this show, he worked. He uh, he's the first assistant director, and he directed uh, two other episodes. Or no, he he directed one other episode of this show. He did uh, season two, episode six, Universal Therapy. Oh, okay. But he also directed four episodes of How I Met Your Mother. He was one of the like two other people to direct How I Met Your Mother, and he did Intervention, Garbage Island, Disaster Averted, and The Fortress.
1: Okay, so really good episodes. Like, yeah. Really good episodes. Yeah. Especially Intervention, man. Like,
0: oh, yeah, I love that one. That's coming up. That's season four. I mean,
1: um, <clears throat> Quintervention.
0: Quintervention. It's coming up, man. Season four. I'm excited for it. Uh, he also worked on shows like Men at Work, uh, Young and Hungry, The School of Rock TV show, and That 90s show.
1: You know, you'll be shocked to know I never checked out The School of Rock TV show.
0: I never did either. Yeah,
1: wasn't that I wasn't interested in it. I mean, I love School of Rock. I just wasn't sure that the TV show would hold up to my yeah. expectations of the movie.
0: I get it. Everybody, hop on Twitter at Last Call, H-I-M-Y-N. Let us know, did you watch the School of Rock TV show? And if so, what were your thoughts? Love to know. Check us out. Uh, all right, so it was also written... By Christopher Ensel, who is the uh, one of the supervising producers on How I Met Your Father. And he wrote two other episodes. He wrote season one, episode five, The Good Mom, and he worked with Michael Shea on season two, episode six, Universal Therapy. So oh, this okay. is this is the second time that they've teamed up on this show as the director writer combo. Yeah. Uh, and he also uh, wrote several episodes of the hit show, The Good Place, which I love. I love that show. Anybody who has not watched that, including John, check it out.
1: So you say that these two guys are one-two combo?
0: Oh, man, you got it. You got it. All right, so the summary for this. Okay, I'm going to preface this. I had to add a little bit to this summary.
1: Wait, they, I, want you, I want you to read theirs first mm-hmm. and then read yours.
0: I just, I just added something at the end, so I'll stop. Oh, okay. I'll stop. Before I say what I the little bit okay. that I added. So their summary read Ellen suspects something is up with Rachel. She and Sid do a stakeout. Sophie tracks an upset Jesse down after he wasn't invited to a co-worker's birthday party. And that's where they stopped. Okay. Uh so I just added Vale and Charlie go on a post breakup date. That's all.
1: That's fair. I mean yeah. that's a good overall summary.
0: Yeah. I thought that, you know, uh, I I was surprised that they didn't add anything in the summary about Vale and Charlie. I don't know if they were trying to um, not spoil something. I I don't I'm not 100 percent sure, but I feel like the way I feel like the way that I said it, there's zero spoiler. Like, really? Like, that's that's just part of the episode.
1: They literally
0: go on a post breakup date. Go on a date. There's nothing like I feel like they could have added that and been fine but that's like because the I get it from the the fandom wiki page which takes their summaries straight from like the Hulu description. Oh, okay so Hulu didn't add anything about Vale and Charlie which I was surprised I was like okay. All right so we're gonna get into uh, the episode episode starts off Sophie bursts into the bar she's all excited well I don't know if I necessarily say excited but she's relieved that it is Friday. Uh, because her, her first week of work, her first full five-day week of work is officially done. And it's like, dude, you could tell she's never had a regular job. 100%.
1: <laughs> and I thought that same thing. I was like, man, if she's celebrating after five days, wait oh. till she gets one of those weeks where like i gotta pull a six day yeah i gotta pull some overtime
0: i just love she's like sid get me a cold one
1: TGI, tgif right everybody yeah. like she am i right am i right
0: oh, oh man he's like yeah it's it's your first five day week really like
1: <laughs> you can tell like oh, Sid's kind of miffed about it too because like he yeah. doesn't get five day work week he's always at work
0: He's always working, uh, and this is the point where I noticed lots of Miller Lite and Blue Moon just rolling around.
1: Yeah, I definitely noticed the Blue Moon here. Like, like there's a clear Blue Moon logo right in front of Sophie.
0: Oh yeah. So okay, so both taps are visible. There's a there's a Miller Lite and a Blue Moon tap, like they uh, at the bar at all times. Uh, Sophie has the draft of Blue Moon with the orange slice. Ellen is drinking a bottle of Blue Moon. And Jesse is drinking a bottle of Miller Lite.
1: So, yeah. obviously, they're really good sponsors to the show.
0: Yeah, man. And, like like because you said, that label, on um, like a labeled glass. Yeah. And it's and it's right at the camera. All the labels Ooh. are directly at the camera.
1: Wait. Hold on one second. Keep talking about <laughs> product placement, yeah. and I will be right back. You'll yes, laugh. But,
0: but uh, yeah, I mean... I, there, there's a lot like we've talked about before. How there have been a lot of the the product placement for these specific beers, um, like when they went to that other bar in one of the other episodes. I remember mentioning that they had it also had some of the same beers and stuff. But it's every I'm pretty sure Jesse always has a Miller Light, like every Miller's time. Yeah, so
1: product placement. <laughs> <laughs> Molson I'm drink, Canadian. I'm gonna drink my Labatt Blue out of a Molson Canadian glass.
0: Dude, that is probably the most Canadian thing you have ever done. Now, if you were like, like rocking some uh, some freaking hockey or something, like wearing a hockey jersey <laughs> or something, and I don't know, give me a Canadian band. We're listening to some Nickelback. They're Canadian, right? Yeah, I don't Canadian.
1: know. Yeah, there you go. Could have said. Yeah. um
0: Just don't oh, turn God, the lights. Just don't turn the lights off.
1: Well, no, my lights are on. I was going to make that joke, and I was like, "Oh, that's too much.
0: <laughs> it's never too much what, on this show. was that band
1: that sings the, uh... Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, cra- Crash Test Dummies.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I could have listened to the cra- uh, Crash Test Dummies. They're Canadian.
0: Hells, yeah, man.
1: Hells I couldn't yeah. remember their name, but I remembered the song. I was yeah. like, gosh, you'll remember the band.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to drink
1: stuff. me some beer out of a pint glass, like a sophisticated person.
0: <laughs> there you go, folks. There you go. Uh, all right. So as, uh, you know, they're sitting there talking about Sophie and her, you know, so hard first five days, uh, a, a group of people walk in. And Jesse realizes these are all the teachers from his school that he knows. Oh, yeah. And they're there for some sort of party or something. And apparently Jesse wasn't invited.
1: Dude, not at all.
0: Mm-mm. Uh, we get the return of Drew in this, which he makes up this real funny story about an orgy like to try to cover for why they're there and Jesse's not invited, which I thought was really funny.
1: Listen, both um, of his covers both ways. Like when he's telling Jesse his cover for that and then when he's trying to, like, act like he's not Jesse's friend at the end of everything. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Both ways.
0: Oh, my God. Why don't you find another bar to suck in?
1: Well, and here's my here's the thing that I thought about as that was happening. I really
0: I, hope it's the same thing I have written down. I really do.
1: Drew knew that was mm-hmm. the bar mm-hmm. that they hang out in.
0: Thank you, John.
1: So Thank- why would you fucking go there and not yeah. be like, hey, guys. We're yeah. probably going to run into Jesse. Yeah,
0: he knew that that's Sid's bar. Like, yeah. he's been there many
1: times. He's met the group many yeah. times.
0: Many times. And he knows that they hang out literally at that bar all the time. All the time. So, like, I, I d- this was my first gripe about it. It's like, why? Why would they go there?
1: Yeah, for, I wasn't 100% movie? sure about that one either. Like, I was like... Okay, so they're they're going there, but they're gonna bitch about him like Yeah, being and there. it's
0: like we find out later that the birthday girl apparently frequents another bar enough to have a jacket from there. So why the fuck didn't they just go there? Part of
1: me almost feels like they were doing it just to spite him. Maybe. Like we really don't like this guy. Let's go there and show him that we don't fucking care. Yeah. But at the same time, I thought it was kinda city that shit wow, well, city. Shitty That Sid overhears all of this going on and doesn't be like, hey, get the fuck out of my bar.
0: I feel like if Jesse had asked him to, he would have. But, yeah, I mean, it's paying customers, man. Broco,
1: dude, I don't give a shit if they're paying customers. If I owned an establishment and a bunch of people came in and, like, (laughs) fucking cold-shouldered you like that, I'd be like, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're closed for a private party. And they'd be like, what about all these people? Yeah, they're part of the private party. You're not. Get the fuck out.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I think that would have been great to see. Obviously, that's not the story that they were choosing to go with, but this story goes down some weird paths,
1: man. All these stories go down weird paths this episode.
0: I I mean, I'll be honest, I think the most, like, the story that felt the, the most right is the Vale and charlie stuff which isn't even connected to any of this.
1: I know, and it's, I thought we, the same thing.
0: It's so weird, but yeah. So what a, what's
1: that, what story what, do you want to start with?
0: Oh, well, we still got some a little bit of stuff uh, that I want to do before we split it okay. because um the the stories start off together. They do. And then they and then they split away, but uh yeah, so Jesse, you know, after all this happens, he's like, you know, I don't care about them. I got big plans anyways. Yeah. You know, and I love the way the group is just, I love Sid. He's like, yeah, those sound like some, That's those sound like some great big plans that sound really real, man. You're
1: so- <laughs> I mean, I how that. many times have you been, though, in all fairness, how many times have you personally been like, oh, yeah, I've got big plans tonight, and then sat on your couch and watched <laughs> a movie or played video games or just, yeah. like, done nothing but sit in your underwear?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've definitely done that to get out of hanging out with random people.
1: I, I gotta, literally did that a couple weekends ago.
0: I don't like, I really don't like going out all that much. So, <laughs> I'm like do oh, I
1: anymore. I got plans,
0: man. I got plans already. Oh, I'm, oh I wish I could. <laughs> My
1: favorite one is when, like, you accidentally cut somebody off and they're like, oh, hey, would you be interested? And you're like, oh, no, I can't. Sorry. I'll be busy. And you're like, well, I didn't even tell you when. And you're like, Oh, when is it? And they're like, oh, it's going to be next weekend. Oh, yeah, man, I got Definitely
0: (laughs) busy then. Yeah, I got these uh,
1: plans I can't get out of.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So Jesse leaves. uh, And then Ellen turns to Rachel. uh, And she suggests, hey, let's go to a movie and all this, you know? She's like, we can sneak in our own food. We can, how about this, a whole rotisserie chicken? Yeah, a
1: whole chicken.
0: That got me thinking about an experience that we had. When our friend Shazad. I was literally going to
1: be like, who sneaks a whole chicken in? And then I was like, I can't say that though,
0: because
1: yeah. we do
0: that. Our friend Shazad. I mean, granted, we didn't sneak it in because I worked at a theater, obviously. And,
1: and uh, we were clubs. We did it
0: after hours, but brought a whole bucket of KFC into that. Joint. And that wasn't
1: a whole chicken. It was pieces.
0: Dude, that was more than a whole chicken. Come on. It's a whole bucket of chicken.
1: Listen, but it was in pieces. <laughs>
0: That's true. That is true.
1: It was breasts and thighs. (laughs) There was no... There was no... Well, there was bones, but...
0: There's definitely bones. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Rachel makes this, like, lame excuse that she's got, like, this dumb work thing. Oh, you will hate it, you know? And you can tell right away, something is
1: up. Something's up.
0: Something's up. And obviously, Ellen realizes this, too. But she thinks that that Rachel's cheating on her. And so Sid, Sophie, and Ellen make a plan... For a stakeout.
1: Stakeout. And all man. Sophie wants is snacks.
0: Specifically a giant tub of red vine. Yeah. Man. Well,
1: she doesn't say that Dude. she wants them, but she brings up that's what she, the giant well, tubs.
0: But that's what she brings with her.
1: Yeah, which and I I'm, thought was fucking
0: crazy. And I'm like, girl, after my own heart right there.
1: <laughs> Josh is like, Hillary Duff has never been hotter.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, so they head off after they end up spotting Rachel and, and, you know, they follow her. But I love Sid accidentally bumps into her yeah. and knocks, like, a bunch of red vines out of her. Butt. She's, like, picking, like, blowing them off, putting them back in the bucket. I'm like, New York City streets, no thank you. I, no. Those red vines are staying there. Yeah.
1: So no. here, here was my only issue with this. They followed her mm-hmm. almost immediately. Mm-hmm. They weren't quiet and they were not that far behind her. How did she not realize it?
0: I agree. Like the, like how did she not notice them? Come on. Like that was that was another issue. It's like come on. How did she not notice them?
1: Like I promise ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to shit on this episode with <clears throat> small things like that. But fucking pay attention to your writing.
0: I mean, I'm going to bring that stuff up. That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy the episode, but I'm still going to call it out. Fair. You know what I mean? Um we uh Oh, so, okay. We we finally, at this point, after the uh, the whole thing with the with the Red Vines, we finally get to see future Sophie. It's the first point of the episode. She didn't start off the episode. um, And she does this funny, like, dun-dun-dun thing yeah, to reveal that they're dun, going dun, to New Jersey. And I got to say, man, even in this small little scene, Kim Cattrall, she's, she's fucking gold, man.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, again, though. No. Trashing New jersey That's the How yeah. I Met Your Mother thing, right there.
0: Absolutely, man. Classic I mean, How I Met
1: Your Mother. I'm gonna say this once, and I will—I will try to be as polite about this as I can. But we all know yeah. New Jersey's, New York, fucking—it's it's, our—it's our trash bin, man. It's—it's <laughs> it's a toilet. It's a cesspool. There it is. It's—it's it's no. an inbred swamp from Louisiana, where a fucking brother and a sister are banging.
0: Now, now I think you're just talking about Florida. Now we have lost oh. viewers in two states. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, well. You know, we still got... Come
1: back. I've got cold beer.
0: We still got uh, the UK, Canada, and a few other European countries that listen to us. It's all good. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, yeah. Um, so, they, fo- they follow Rachel into New Jersey, where uh, they see her go into this apartment complex... And I noticed something right away. Sophie no longer has the bucket of red vines. Meaning she finished off that bucket on the way
1: there. <laughs>
0: that entire I mean, bucket.
1: I know somebody else who could do that. So I'm not. Yeah,
0: sho- but I'm a fat guy. Like, that's why I said Sophie is a, is a woman after my own heart,
1: she man. She
0: to the gym. She does, man. And uh, if, she, if she can power through red vines like that that's my kind Red of
1: lady.
0: Yeah, Red Rhines. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stick to it, man. She I'm Scooby-Doo they're, Scooby Doo and those are
1: Red river. <laughs> uh
0: if she can if she can power through those, that's my kind of lady right there. That's like
1: Zoey so like, yeah. Scoob.
0: So here's another thing that bothered me, okay? This Uh-oh. next thing. You see Rachel in the like right on the inside of the power, in the doorway, you can see through the glass, big open yeah. glass, okay? And Jesse walks by. So two things. Again, Rachel doesn't notice somebody that she's hung out with many times. Just randomly. Like, she could have just looked right out the window and seen him. Two, see, Jesse. that one, though. Hold on. I'll let you get to that in a second. But two, Jesse just happens to be walking right down that exact same street. See, that, that one I can have issues with. Same moment that they're standing there. That on.
1: one I can, I can agree with. But think about it this way. Because we've all walked past houses at night. You can see in, but you can't see out, usually. That's fair. The light reflection on the window usually stops it, unless you're, like, right up against the window, which they're not. Yeah. So plus, that one I can plus see. Plus he, like, view. had a
0: hat on and so I, I can I can let that one pass, but the the coincidence of Jesse being in that exact
1: Oh, yeah. So no, that spot. one was an extreme coincidence, because all it did was give <laughs> Sophie a reason to be like, okay, well, I'm going to go follow him, and then... yeah. We get a break down into three fucking stories again.
0: Yes, we do. So we could either cover Ellen and Sid, uh Sophie and Jesse, or Vale and Charlie, who we have. Well, talked since
1: we're about. already here and already talking about Rachel and the apartment, let's just finish the Sid and Ellen.
0: Okay. We'll do Sid and Ellen. So uh they see Rachel meet up with some random woman. Some random woman. She they hug and then they go into Which, they go upstairs into
1: a party. I was thinking about this too. Unless Rachel mm-hmm. really knows this woman, like who hugs the realtor?
0: Maybe she's just a real friendly person. You know, she's she's a hugger, kind of. You know, I, I don't know.
1: It could be, but I mean it just
0: I either that or they've been in contact a lot, trying to Sort this I whole thing still
1: out. feel like a hug in 2023 to a realtor is very, Maybe. it's pushing the boundaries. <laughs> it was purposely done to fuel the, yes. she's cheating on me, but it's so, it was one of the couple of things I had an issue with, because I'm like, I see you on a semi-regular basis. I don't hug you every time. That's yeah, That's fair. In your family, bro. Like, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, bro! Oh my God! Yeah!" So, running into a random person on the street, I'm not gonna be like, "Let me hug this person."
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Some people are like that, but yeah, I think it was it was definitely done more just to fuel Ellen's
1: yeah, you know, thought process.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Ellen and Sid follow them upstairs and sneak into this apartment.
1: Into the apartment. Which I love when they're outside the door and they're talking about like putting your ear to it and listening in, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, they could be right there." I don't wanna, I don't wanna be seen. And so here, here was a thing that I, 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 thought this is. They say that this is an
0: apartment complex. They watched them leave. It, obviously there's a, there's a, a, there's a decent delay between
1: them and. How did they Melvin. know what
0: apartment she went to? How did they know which apartment it was?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Yeah. Because I was Except, like, they probably got on an elevator, so you would at least be able to guess the the floor they went to. But, yeah, how did you get know, like, where they went specifically?
0: Yeah, unless they were able to, like, follow them just close enough to see them go in right beforehand. But I feel like that's, that's improbable. Yeah, that's stretching it. There's So there's a lot of... Uh, coincidental type of things and, and the writing is just like, oh, it just happened to work out in yeah. a lot of a lot of aspects when it I comes mean
1: that happens shows. a lot on TV shows anyway. I know. And you're but not just, supposed to think about it, but when you're it just watching seems a like show... There's a there's of a in this of them oh, and, and this it in this that's specifically there this episode a lot of a that, that happens of I'm like, where yeah. oh.
0: normally they wouldn't Normally, they wouldn't a me of like, a couple of them here and they okay, just part It's of storytelling you know. of uh but to have this many it's like well maybe this story needed to be fleshed out better then right you know so i don't know but uh yeah so we're going to keep talking we got uh, they they end up in the apartment and they find a lease agreement on on the counter
1: which i thought was also very weird to just be laying there and not no, being no
0: that doesn't that doesn't surprise me like when you're stuff like that the realtors they lay out the paperwork and stuff like Fair. that because okay. nobody else is supposed to be there it's just them they lay it out on the surface so you can read it you can sign it on a, on a hard surface yeah mm-hmm. that 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 wasn't shocking for me um but yeah they so they find out rachel's looking for a new apartment
1: oh yeah yeah which and she's like Ellen's just kind of like oh my god what he doesn't under yeah
0: she doesn't quite understand but then they overhear Uh, Like, they hide because they hear them coming. They overhear Rachel say that she needs space from Ellen. Oh, yeah. And that kind of throws Ellen for a bit of a loop. You You need
1: some space without you in it.
0: Yeah. Uh, And so they try to get out of the apartment. And this is another thing. We're like,
1: what? Why? Why are they crab walking? Yeah, I thought that, too. Like, why not just run for the door? Just think about it this way. Well, running would be really loud. Yeah, but even think about it this way, though. Even if they were heard, they would have probably at least gotten out of the apartment.
0: I think if they ran, they would have been seen. What about a brisk walk, then? I feel like out of the periphery, they'd have seen figures standing up. That's why I think they tried to keep low. But why didn't they just crawl on their hands and knees? That, too. It's it's more about why the crab walk like fair. The only thing I could think of is like like in in universe like in their heads, um, it's like they want to be able to keep an eye on them, so they're crab walking. But like that ain't gonna do you any good because if you see them, they're seeing you. Oh yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're facing them or not. For the episode, it's so that we can see their faces. That's yeah. really all it is you know but yeah it just it seemed like a weird choice for the crab walking thing
1: like i said me personally i'd ran for it because <laughs> as long as you could have gotten out the door they would have just thought some rando walked into a, a open apartment
0: you know what i would have done i would have snuck around the edge grabbed like like something out of my something like if you had like a penny on you something and thrown it down the hallway so it would make noise right yeah and they would have been like what was that and they'd go down the hallway and then you get the, out
1: the door well, here's the other question. They hid behind the island in the kitchen where the paperwork was. Yeah. Why not go towards the bathroom or the other bedroom that was clearly over there?
0: Well, she was freaking out. She was like, oh, where do we hide? Where we? I I can hide in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, know? which is also fucking weird choice. She's like, I might die, but she won't know that I'm here until, uh, until later on when she opens the fridge. But then at least I'll be fresh. Yeah,
1: I'll be fresh. And <laughs> like I'm like, what? no, you won't.
0: <laughs> like oh my god well i mean she's in the fridge technically she I won't mean, be fresh
1: yeah,
0: kind of. she she won't be rotting because she'll be in the refrigerator but like i'm just like ellen oh my goodness like what are you doing yeah, so yeah it was
1: weird they, choice
0: they end up there uh, it was it was a very weird choice uh and so like i said they got they get caught and i love sid and the realtor
1: Oh, my God. The fake phone calls.
0: The fake a phone call of Sid's like, oh, I'm getting a call. I, I got to step outside. And then the realtor's like, oh, yeah, I, too, am getting a fake phone call. Yeah.
1: And I love that she announces that it's fake, though, because yeah. like clearly we all knew Sid's was fake.
0: Yeah. And
1: she's like, yes, I, too, am getting a fake phone call that I must take and goes <laughs> running. And I'm like, brilliant. Yeah. Because next time I, I have to do that, I've decided I'm pulling a her. I don't I'm <laughs> at that point where I just don't give a shit what I say to people anymore. Yeah. So if I'm gonna be like, oh, you know what, man, I'm getting a fake phone call. Let me take this. Hello? Yeah, this, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta take this call.
0: Stop. And it's not even your phone. It's, it's, like you just like use not, your oh hand. Oh my god!
1: I'm yes, gonna... even better. I'll be like, hold on, one second. No, dude, I gotta take this. Sorry. Hello. This really important. I'll, will catch you later. And just walk away from the person. Like, yeah, no, no, it's cool. I can talk. What's up? I'm not doing anything important. <laughs> I'm not doing anything important. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be hilarious.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, so so Rachel and Ellen kind of start talking. They kind of get into all this stuff, uh, and Rachel reveals that apparently living next to Ellen is a lot. And I I'm mean, like,
1: oh, the examples they that give us may get backed up at least to where I could be like, I get it, but I least- get it. But that but the thing about it is, if you if you if
0: she's feeling that way, it's not about living ne- next to her. It's about The relationship. It's about her.
1: Well, that's what Ellen tells her, essentially.
0: And it's like, she's obviously too afraid to just end the relationship. Instead, she's going out of her way to fight. I think what was going to happen is she was going to get this new apartment, get settled, and then end things. Because if she ended things while still living there, it would have been too awkward.
1: I could see that. Or at least try to salvage the relationship, but without telling Ellen that she'd moved, And that wouldn't have done any good yeah People, people let me break it down to you like this you are over 18 which legally makes you an adult unless you're watching this podcast and you're not over 18 and in that case you shouldn't be watching something that deals with a bar but thank you for your viewership we love you anyway but ladies and gentlemen if you are over 18 that makes you a legal adult which means you know how to use the thing that's in the center of your face which is called a fucking mouth learn how to use your words as an adult and if you're not in a happy relationship clearly find a nice way to say to your partner, I am not happy right now. We should separate and work on ourselves. It's fair. That is a very hurtful thing to hear, but it is easier to hear it once instead of trying to work it out later on down the road and just realizing one day you don't fucking care about somebody and ruining their (coughs) entire fucking life. It's true. Don't be a piece of trash. This has been a public service announcement.
0: It's true. Or it's like, if, if you're having issues, if, if something is bothering you about the person you're with, talk to them about it. Don't let it yeah. grow into something so big that you need to move to New Jersey. You need to move out of state.
1: Yeah, stay out of the toilet. Yeah,
0: stay out of Listen, the toilet. Listen, do
1: not be a Mentos in a bottle of Coca-Cola and somebody's trying to put the lid back on. We all know that ends horribly. You're probably going to put someone's eye out. Grandma just, might
0: die, just like the the champagne cork.
1: <laughs> but listen, I mean seriously though, be an adult, learn to use your words.
0: It's true. So uh, they they get into this whole thing, and uh, you know, Ellen tells her like you need to decide if you can take me as I am or not. Yep. And uh, Rachel or uh, Ellen comes out of the apartment and tells her that, that said that they broke up.
1: And well, I, she doesn't actually say that they broke up, though,
0: but that's what I'm getting from. No, that she's, I think she says um, it's over or something like that, but she does say that. Didn't she actually
1: yeah. say it? Because like, the way yeah. I took it was like, they're there, but I don't
0: know. No, I no. I am
1: assuming it was a breakup.
0: It, no, yeah. She, I, love she, how Sid, I don't remember the exact words, but yeah, she's, they, yeah, she says they broke up.
1: I love how Sid's like, I've been holding on to this all night, and now it seems <laughs> like you need this. Yeah, uh, Sophie texted me that uh, Jesse's uh, cover singer He's doing and par- doing uh, parody songs. singer, and he fucking plays this video that we don't get to see. Yeah. Oh, but oh my god. Well,
0: I mean, we we saw it though because I mean, he he only sang one I know, song. I know. So we do see it. I we know exactly. The
1: video though.
0: <laughs> yeah, would been would been funny to see it again, but yeah. So that's how that that all wraps up, um, and now we can talk about if you want we can talk about the sophie and jesse part uh or do you want to wait may put people on this on the edge of suspense let's make Ooh. them wait oh, let's talk
1: about valing charlie there it
0: is all we right
1: decided to go on and after like charlie busted into the apartment <laughs> he's like you need to get dressed we have a date She's yep. like, "What?" And he we have a reservation. Her, yep, that they have a reservation for some child prodigy chef in oh my his God. amazing new restaurant.
0: I love. And apparently, this.
1: he won some like contest. It's like yes,
0: big kid um, chef.
1: Yeah, big kid chef, which yeah. is kind of like Hell's Kitchen Junior. Uh, yeah, one of those. Know, this kid won this thing. He's opened up a restaurant locally, and they've got reservations. What's gonna happen? Dun dun dun! Find yes. out after this conclusion.
0: <laughs> find out after these words from our
1: all sponsors right. so they go to this date <laughs> that was a weird break but whatever they go to this date and I'm like oh, this is only gonna be bad the moment they walk in you can see that this is a bougie romantic fucking place where like everything's romantically lit and the tables of all, everybody's all close and there's flowers and people are kissing and I'm like oh here we go Yep. I'm like they've done a very good job at steering clear of everything, and and mm-hmm. I mean even before they do this, they reference like they've hung out a bunch of times. Since breakup,
0: dude. I no, I love this because he says that, he's like we've hung out a bunch of times, uh, you know, just the two of us, and, and that and it hasn't resulted in sex, and he it cuts away to a blank cutaway, yep. and I'm like, and he's like, oh, I guess we haven't, and I was like, that was fucking brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. It was so good. The 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 blank cutaway. Yeah. I was like, "Holy yeah. shit, that was amazing." I, awesome.
1: It was definitely better than the alter uh, alternative where like every time like they show them in bed a bunch of times and they're like, "Oh, I can't believe we did that." Like, yeah. "I, be- I love the black screen." I yeah. was like, "Fucking kudos." Yeah, it was great. <laughs> but yeah, so they sit down thinking this isn't going to be nothing. We can we can get through this as friends and not not end up in bed together. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, maybe they can. I'm like, I'll oh, I'll give them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. And then the, the major dean comes over, the waiter, and
0: he's oh, like, yeah, yeah, he's the waiter, yeah
1: right. I like to say major dean. Shut up.
0: I think that might be something different. Though. Yeah, it's kind
1: of like a host. Yeah. So he comes over, though, and he's like, oh, you know, our dish tonight is this single piece of spaghetti.
0: Yeah, it's, and, a, it's
1: compliments of the chef. And yeah, it's.
0: Uh, what do he call it? Inspired by
1: Ladies in the Tramp.
0: A stretched Bugatini or something like yeah, that. Something yeah, something like
1: that. And essentially, it's just one piece of spaghetti with yeah. a dollop of sauce on the plate. Yeah. And they don't get a fork or a knife. They yeah. got to eat it and wind it down like in Lady in the Tramp. And the, the end goal is to have a Lady in the Tramp inspired moment. And they yeah. have to have a shared moment and kiss. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen. Which, I'll be honest. I think that's a brilliant dish because
0: like they're not paying for it this is all as compliments of the chef it's just they bring everybody this this thing yeah i, I don't think that's kind of brilliant
1: i mean you're not wrong so yeah. wait wait to reference another show what you're saying is it's brilliant jimmy Brilliant, Jimmy. i like <laughs> it. it is man <laughs> sorry that's gonna be my new thing it's brilliant jimmy <laughs> but, but yeah i i, mean, I thought wrong. that was that's really a good way to get that like it's really clever yeah, I mean, how much does pasta really cost? It's fucking dirt cheap. Yeah. You're using one strand per table? One,
0: yeah, one piece, man. I mean, you probably could do your entire night of customers with what you would normally give just on one plate of, of pasta.
1: I mean, maybe a few, depending on how many, how busy maybe. you are. But,
0: maybe. I mean, that's not... I mean, I you're guess wrong, though. I, I guess it depends on how, how much they serve. I, I
1: guess. mean... And the nice thing about pasta is, is you can par-cook a shit ton of it to yeah. where it's, like, al dente, so you don't need a lot, lot of it. Mm-hmm. And then you can keep it in, like, a hotel pan right next to the fucking stove, fr- uh, throw it in some hot water really quick to finish it off and serve it in yeah. a matter of minutes. Oh, yeah. And like you said, even if they say, say you serve 200 people that night, that's 200 pieces of spaghetti, that's roughly probably 30 to 40 plates, Roughly, depending on how much of a spaghetti you
0: serve, I I feel like there's a lot more spaghetti on a plate than than what you're saying. I there.
1: mean, maybe I'm I'm trying. I don't know. I'm going for portion control. But.
0: I know, but if it's if it's forty, that's five noodles per plate. If it's two hundred, that that's fair. why I'm saying that's it, fair. You're probably looking at five to maybe ten at the most depending on Fair. the portion size Fair. yeah but that's not very many plates no. of pasta to just give away for free it's you know, no it's not just really. the noodles not when it's, it's so just cheap. the noodles it's not the sauce really because there's only a small amount as
1: you say it's probably like a tablespoon if anything
0: yeah just so. solved
1: on there and then it was like garnished it looked like it was like either parsley leaf or uh yeah leaf yeah or something
0: but in general, I think it's it's a really cool idea. But to, I mean,
1: and it's unique. There's yeah. not any. I mean, even for the show to have came up with that, that's mm-hmm. unique because I've never seen that done anywhere.
0: Yeah, it makes me wonder if if somebody in the writers' room has experienced this before, oh, man, or that'd if it be was, cool. or if it was just an idea that they had. You know,
1: like maybe they wanted to open a restaurant at one point, and that was one of their like coup de gras.
0: Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. Fair. I like it. Yeah, that's but fair. Yeah. So they, they, they go to eat this meal and continue.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they go to eat this meal, and they do their best at eating and not having a, a romantic moment. And as they're eating down their piece of spaghetti, they get, I mean, like, face-to-face. Yeah. She chomps it out of his mouth. Yeah. And I was like, damn, Val. And she gives him this look like, I could fucking come across this table right now and mount you. But See, place- I didn't take it that way.
0: I took it as she did that because she knew
1: how close she was and she's like
0: i gotta stop
1: exactly though but she was close to like yeah jump across this table yeah, and...
0: as they still had it in their mouth yes oh yeah
1: but once she bit no she was like nope got it so i love that right here they decide we got to get out of here this place yeah. is too romantic for <laughs> all us. they've had was a noodle and they go i'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure because that's compliments to the chef mm-hmm. they're gonna diner ditch
0: I mean, essentially, because did they, they didn't get any drinks or anything yet either, right? That, that I mean, was, we don't see
1: it. them order drinks, but I'm sure that water at a restaurant like that's not free. I don't know. Yeah, that I don't know. But I mean, either way, they go to the host and they're like, "Listen, it wasn't you. It was us. We can't we can't be in this situation. We're trying to just be friends. We're yeah. leaving." And he's like, "Whatever, guys. I'm not your waiter anymore. Have a great yeah. night." <laughs> and as they go to leave, they hear a child crying. Yes. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I know it's the chef crying. Yeah. <coughs> that was clearly set up, is like, <clears throat> but I'm like, who the fuck cares? Get out of that restaurant before something happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he's crying because of something.
0: Well, Charlie did want to go.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. And I, I mean, would have been like, okay, you want to go take care of the chin? Have a great night. I'm out.
0: Uh, yeah, but Charlie wouldn't just leave her there.
1: No, but this you know also that. shows that Charlie's coming around on kids. <laughs> That's why they did this. Yeah, it's anyway. uh, it's uh, he's
0: gun. Well, I don't know if he's coming around on kids. I think it's just he would do pretty almost anything for her.
1: Oh, uh, that makes that so much sweeter.
0: Yeah, like he uh... he hung around because like. They find the kid. He's like crying underneath a beverage cart.
1: Yeah. Which I thought was great. Because only kids can fit in something like that. Yeah. If you've worked in the restaurant industry. I I don't know why I slurred on that. I'm sorry. If you've worked in the restaurant industry. You know that if you're crying at work. You're in the mop closet. Or you're in the pantry. It's you there. ain't or the walk-in cooler.
0: The cooler, yeah. I was gonna say definitely had that happen. You
1: ain't <laughs> just, hiding under a beverage. Guard.
0: Don't do it in the freezer, folks. <laughs> you don't want frozen tears.
1: Oh shit. Yeah, you also, don't want that. just from personal experience, not that it happened to me. It happened to a dishwasher colleague. If you shit your pants on a regular basis, <laughs> bring another pair of pants to work. Oh,
0: dude, we have now brought that story up. I'm pretty sure two in a row because I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the last episode. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, Riley. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, so they find this kid and Vail tries to talk to him, but he's like, he I tries, can't. But he
1: doesn't want to talk to her, yeah. I can't talk to you,
0: but I can talk to him. And he I was like, her. that's
1: a weird thing to say as a, like, 14 year old.
0: Well, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, this is going to be girl problems. Yeah, I mean, I figured as much. Uh, so. The kid talks to Charlie about uh, how he invited his crush to to the restaurant, and she ditched him for some other kid's party. And I'm like, yeah, been there, definitely been there.
1: Dude, do you remember? I, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna break one of our rules. I'm gonna go back. I'm going to tell a quick story. We're not going to Patreon this one. I'm going to give the fans a taste into our past. You're going to give them a, a a
0: one long bucatini. No, move?
1: no. I'm going to break this down into segments and I'm going to make them want more. I'm going to make <laughs> them reach out to us. You ready for this? Okay. Because you're going to get all these references, or at least most of them, and it's going to make them want more of this story. Okay. Follow okay. me. Townsend Street. Yep. Double sided tape recorder. Oh, yeah. Me and you planning a huge party. Oh,
0: yeah. Nobody shows up. It was, a di- it was up. specifically a dinner, but yes.
1: Oh, it was a dinner. It was a and dinner. It was specifically for you and one other person. Yep. And they didn't show up. And
0: they didn't show up. You're right. No, Which I remember. Was
1: kind enough to at least give a first name.
0: Uh, her name was Tori. It was. It was. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't <laughs> hold any. I don't hold any grudge on that. High that was school stupidity. Dude, that was fuck, man. Uh, 20 some odd, about 20 so 20 uh, 23, listen. I don't know. It was,
1: yeah, it was stupid. If you want to hear the whole story though, jump on over at Patreon. If we hooked you, like blinding <laughs> the marlin hooked you, you hit us up on Patreon. We'll tell you the story.
0: There you go, folks. There you go. Uh all right. So, you know, Charlie he ends up helping this kid out. He tell you know, tells him you know, this this sweet story about, you know, himself and how when he was younger he was the same and you know he wasn't he was an awkward kid when he was younger.
1: Yeah. And the kid's like, I can see that.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Right there, I'd have been like, Fuck you, kid. You're on your own. <laughs> right? Yep. Peace out, sucker. Uh
0: but yeah, uh, and you can see that Vale sees this like glimmer of hope for them, you know. And so they leave, and as they're they're walking down the street, Vale brings up the whole him not wanting kids and her wanting kids thing, which was the whole reason that they that they ended things in the first place. And you know he's he's obviously he's he's still afraid of screwing up some kid's life the way that his that he perceives that his was was screwed up, even though he's living a good life now. It's a great life, you know. But he went through. A a bad childhood Which I get You know Absolutely Anybody
1: who's been through Something like that Always feels like They're a fuck up It's
0: true Yeah it's very true Uh, But Vale's like You know Those moments That he's talking about You know How he he said You know He's scared of all these moments That you have to be responsible For this other human being And she's like These are those moments That she wants She wants to be able To make them the best That she possibly can You know And that's why She wants kids But he hasn't changed his mind, you know. And you know, they say goodnight and Vale gets in her Uber and heads home. Um, and it got me thinking, man, her this situation is just is almost it's not exactly, but it's almost just like her parents. We learned that two episodes ago, yeah, that her dad wanted more kids and her mom didn't.
1: Well, it's weird, too, because I remember a a different TV show doing a very similar story to somebody not wanting kids, but the other person wanted kids and they weren't ready for it. But I can't remember the show. So,
0: I mean, I'm sure it's happened on on lots
1: of shows. Oh, I'm sure. It's probably one of those tropes. But yeah.
0: But yeah, so like we we learned this whole thing about Vale's parents and they, they had to make a choice. One of them had to make a choice. And her dad chose to not have more kids. And it makes me wonder, are we going to see that similar situation? But play Come. out in
1: reverse, where maybe Val decides she, she can go without kids?
0: Well, that's how it played out with her parents. Her dad decided it's okay that they don't have more kids.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. Val's dad decided he didn't want more kids. No, no, he wanted kids. Oh yeah, yeah. But he
0: decided for her mother yeah. that he would he would go he would be okay with it. He would choose her. Yeah,
1: and I so mean.
0: it's it's will one of them make a choice? And I also it made me wonder: Does Vale know this story about her parents? Because it's Sid who who gets told no, this
1: because they, they they tell him not to tell her.
0: Yeah, so then I wonder, will Sid tell one of them? Maybe he'll tell Charlie the story. I was
1: going to say, I could see him telling Charlie at some point. And maybe like how,
0: Charlie will go and talk to her parents, and maybe that will change his mind. I don't know.
1: Well, think, think about it in the How I Met Your Other, Mother aspect, where Robin finds out in like season... It's either six or seven that she can't have kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then... It's during the time where she's dating it's after the where she dates Barney. Yeah.
0: Uh, or no, it's during no it's, no. no,
1: it's during the time where she's dating Barney. And he makes a comment about kids and she's like, Oh, I can't have kids. I found out that and he gives her the big hug. It doesn't even phase him at that point. He's just yeah. like, I'm so sorry. It's I mean, sometimes all it takes is finding something small out to change somebody's opinion. Yeah. So maybe it could be the catalyst. Charlie needs to change his mind and be like, you know, I love her enough to like yeah. be scared.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I really hope. I'm really invested in this story for with them. You know, it's it's the cha- the the Vale and Charlie, and then the, like the Sid and Hannah. Those two stories. I'm like, I really, I really want to see what what happens because these are two. Well done stories that they're going with so far. Well done like, stories. There's really some interesting stuff going on. And uh, I really do hope that her parents become involved somehow. Like that story, that knowledge, for one of them at least.
1: Oh, yeah. To,
0: to help them. Because one of them it needs to make a choice. If they, if they both truly love one another, one of them needs to make a choice.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, so...
0: All right. Which brings Uh,
1: us to Jesse.
0: Yep, it brings us to Sophie and Jesse.
1: Well, I mean, this is Jesse's story. Sophie just happens to partake in it.
0: That's true. But it's still... Because Sophie is the one who helps him in the end. I know.
1: But Jesse being butthurt about his whole not (laughs) invited to hang out at somebody celebrating their birthday who had plans anyway turns out to actually have real plans. But it's not
0: just anybody. And no, and, and I don't think he had plans, necessarily.
1: No, um, he was totally going to that bar. I mean, he might have been. He but... would have blown that bar off for other plans, but he was totally planning on going there. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, And yeah, so it's, it's a stupid co-worker pisses him off. He decides to go blow off some steam. And it turns out Jesse's been going to this bar for weeks. In singing these parody songs that he's writing about annoying co-workers.
0: Dude, it made me think of you. The, like, the parody song part. And I'm like, I could totally see John doing like bl- steam, like blow off steam parody songs. I could totally see that. So
1: is it bad that I have started to write a song about one of the guys that I work with who <laughs> unloads trucks? But not in a blow off steam. I hate him kind of way. It's I feel bad for him. And he's constantly unloading trucks. That's his job all night. He unloads semi truck after semi truck after semi truck. So I took the song "Your Love" by The Outfield and I changed it to um, "Brucey unloads the trucks. Here they come again. It's never over. He <laughs> every shift.
0: Oh man, that's yeah. funny. So you know, I, so I, absolutely, man, absolutely. But yeah,
1: so I I do these stupid things <laughs> where I take songs and I always I always yeah, make man. fun of them or I write little stupid jingles. I'm yeah. totally a Marshall slash Jesse in that instance.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you do it in the vein of like of like Weird Al, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So he he sings a song, man, and
1: he. Well, it was not, funny too because I realized I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, "He's doing um, uh it's Sugar Ray." Oh I yeah, like
0: what well, he says. There any Sugar Ray uh, heads in the yeah, house? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Sugar Ray fans in the house. And
1: I was like, yeah. "Wow!" I was like. There's the 2000s getting a nice little nod. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh, okay, so maybe this was just me, but I assumed he could sing.
1: I mean, I think he can. I'm... I never thought about it, but
0: I obviously he can't. I mean, you hear this. He can't I mean... sing. Um, so then it, he must just be like the song writer and he can play guitar and stuff obviously it was meredith who was the singer of the two
1: but i thought he had a part in her song
0: i don't i don't know i don't remember if he did or not but i'm just like apparently he's not a singer i mean he could do other things he ain't a singer
1: man It mean so this makes me laugh because yes in this instance i'm like man i could see me doing this as well and i was like but he's funny. He's, like, singing Sugar Ray, and the song was, um... Oh, my God. It's Every Morning.
0: Oh, yeah, they should, they the yes. yeah. The Sugar Ray
1: song? Yes. hanging from And I'm like, out of all the Sugar Ray songs, you couldn't have even picked, like, an upbeat one?
0: You picked I mean, that one? It's the one that, he, that it worked for him. I don't know. <laughs> what is
1: your favorite Sugar Ray song?
0: Oh, I'm so bad with song titles. What are the... Can you remember what the other one?
1: Oh, uh, well, there's Every Morning...
0: Yeah, there was there's... most the big one that he did. Uh... Uh, fly. Is it Fly? Oh, is yeah.
1: That... I yeah. just want fly. You... Yeah, that one. But, the,
0: but the one with, uh, with Super, I think his name is Super Cat.
1: Super Cat? It's the Who one like, that they did, like, right after. Where he
0: does, like, the rap in, in the midst yeah. of it. Wraps like, himself in that version of Fly. Because there's two versions of Fly. There's a version with him and without him. The version with him, that's the, that's the version
1: that I like. Well, it's weird that you say that, too. Because did you know that there is a Shania Twain song called Party for Two? And she recorded two different versions of it. Okay. There's a country version that she does with a guy named Billy Currington. And then she does her pop version. And she uses Mark McGrath. Interesting. I mean, the video and everything is shot because there's two different videos in everything. Because it was during that oh. time where like, music videos were huge.
0: Dude, man. Music Both videos, videos are the,
1: the exact same. It's just literally like Mark McGrath's in one, Billy Carrington's in one. Huh. But like the song is clearly like recorded different because it's different versions. And I'm like, man, okay. Huh. But my favorite Sugar just Ray saying. song is the one where they're in the bowling alley.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. What is that song? I remember that uh, video, though. Like I can picture that video in my head.
1: Yeah. Sugarfrog, B. Don't say a word every morning, every morning, and I'm sugar thumb, baby. Don't say a word, she always writes the wrong, well, yeah.
0: Isn't that every morning?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh my god, it's the one that he's parodying. Yeah,
0: it's literally the one he's oh he's,
1: my god. I just thought
0: of Ah, it's even funnier. <laughs> well, see, now you have a new appreciation for Jesse's uh, song, yeah. You do. Yeah, <laughs> I loved um, the bartender at this bar. Yeah, because like, <laughs> Soapy's up. He's like, "Oh no, what, what's happening?" He's like, "Oh, it's just some guy sucking."
1: <laughs> some guy sucking. This guy oh. is, like, I was like, "Okay." He's
0: obviously been there, like all, like all like, the time. I've when he's
1: been there a few times, and yeah. like every time it's like bad. Yeah. and like they show at one point during like them going over this whole thing they show a couple of like his parodies that like he's done and i was like yeah they he missed did, a great he did a,
0: opportunity. he did a mambo number five yeah parody yeah.
1: my my personal opinion was they missed a great opportunity for a parody song and i was like i don't know how but i would have turned we didn't start the fire into complaining about my co-worker song okay like like for me for work it'd be like Oh, uh, RJ is always on a break. Andy's always uh, loading trucks. Brucey is unloading them, and I am over here. But yeah, <laughs> and then it's like we work at the Regal. We are always working. We're always moving. Sure. But he could he could have trashed his fucking co-workers with that. He could have. I mean, he's literally like someone is allowed to wear this person and their flowers. I don't know. Something. Yeah, he could have done something with it. <laughs> I hate all my workers These teachers suck <laughs> They, they could all get fucked
0: <laughs> See, if he was swearing, that would make them He, mean, he could have swore They could swear have... on this show
1: That's what I'm saying, it's a Hulu show They could have swore
0: Yeah, man, I would have. that would have been dope I would have been down for that
1: I'm just, And, and <laughs> now everybody watching this has gotten a taste of me writing songs Off the top of my head Oh, fuck, it's a 2 <laughs>
0: It is a twofer, man.
1: All I got to say is I understand having an outlet to deal with a situation like work that upsets you. Did he not see the people, though, sitting there? Like, did you not again see your co-worker sitting at tables?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I think it was just her.
1: I mean, even then, though, did he not see her? Because it was a small bar. She
0: was up at the bar, and he's just in his zone. You know I'm what just I mean? Saying
1: it's not little Canada.
0: That's true, and but yeah, I don't know, fucking Jesse.
1: <laughs> Although I did think it would have been funny and a really good chance to have poked fun at How I Met Your Mother if they would have had him write a parody song to We Didn't Go or uh, Everybody Go to the Mall. That would have been awesome. Like, like, let's go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. And he's like, you know, like, I don't know. We're teaching every day. Like, I I got nothing for that one. (laughs) They're not all winners, ladies and gentlemen, okay? It's hard to be a songwriter. You wouldn't understand.
0: (laughs) So many messages messages up. They're like, I am a songwriter. And it's definitely easier than that.
1: (laughs) Even better. they're, They're like... I am a songwriter. You're fucking on point.
0: (laughs) I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh, So while there, Sophie discovers that the name of this bar is St. Freddy's. And this is where we find out that uh, Melanie, the woman who was having the birthday party at Pemberton's, uh, was apparently wearing a jacket that uh, had the bar's name on it. Because Sophie saw a muscular leprechaun that she (laughs) got turned on by.
1: (laughs) That leaves a whole nother conversation to be had, but you know, oh yeah,
0: that's a whole another
1: road. If you, to go if down, you were yeah. going to describe Melanie as your coworker, how would you describe her to somebody?
0: Like, how would I describe the person in her the show?
1: Personality? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have sign I mean, language for how I like to describe her. She's
0: she's kind of a shitty person. I don't know.
1: I was thinking more of a.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I could see that.
1: <laughs> Apparently, she's a loud chewer.
0: Yeah, uh, no, she's a, well, maybe, did they say it loud? I know he says that she's, a, like, a, a sloppy sneezer.
1: Oh, no, that's what it was. She was a yeah. sneezer. Yeah. Because she, she makes a comment about that, how she's thinking about getting a weird, hairless cat because of him.
0: Yeah. Sloppy sneezer, man. Uh, yeah, so, like, they go back to Pemberton's after all this so they could talk to the teachers. And Sophie recommends that they roast Jesse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which even before that though, Sophie gets roasted, which I thought was kind she of. She gets roasted a couple times. Yeah, because uh, she for for dumping Drew for Jesse and then leaving Jesse, so it wasn't even a good cheating. Is what she's what Melanie said, and I'm like, oh shit! Like they she just hit it. She just fucking rocked her ass right there. I, thought I that mean,
1: was is cool. it is it wrong though?
0: No. I mean, from their perspective, especially because they're friends with Drew.
1: Yeah, like, yeah of I, course, I you always it. take your friend's side.
0: Yeah, so I get it. Um, and that's when she confirms that, yeah, she heard Jesse's song and told everybody about it. And uh, so they, they, they do a, a roast. And apparently Jesse puts his whole mouth around the water fountain spot,
1: spot. Yeah, but his reason for it is like cringe.
0: Yeah, but it made me think of Parks and Rec. Do you remember that episode, yeah,
1: Andy?
0: Yeah, where they're trying to figure out a way to stop. Apparently, everybody in town does it, but Andy, they show specifically yeah, doing yep. it, and that's instantly what I thought of. I'm like, that's so good. So, y-
1: here's from. my thing before before we get to them like having their moment when they're when before they <laughs> start roasting him, they each go around talking about like things that Drew or uh, Jesse had made fun of them for. Oh, and there's yeah. the one guy sitting next to Drew who's like, You said I look like so and so.
0: And Dowd.
1: And Dowd. I don't even know who that is. And Drew is quick to be like, Oh, so and so, The Handmaid's Tale. And he goes, Oh, I love that show. And then he's like, Oh. Oh. Like, like he
0: realizes that yeah. you right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was just like,
0: cool. You know. I, I don't like that guy for the simple fact that he pronounces it apricot.
1: Dude, I thought the same, but not that I didn't like him. But I'm like, who pronounces it apricot? The same person who goes into a stand and gets a bagel or bag
0: bagel a, a, a bagel. I can't a, even say
1: it without like
0: a bagel any, like, and bagel. a glass and a glass of milk. <laughs> some seagrams. A, a glass of milk a and, and a, ba- a bagel and a, and some apricots.
1: Apricots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: my God. So, but, quick side story of a side story. Yeah. had a fucking hilarious moment the other day where I was laughing so hard that I was going to catch my breath because somebody said avocados and I heard avogados and went to <laughs> avogados of law. And then I was like, avocados at law. And I was like, daredevil. And just started laughing so hard that I couldn't catch my breath.
0: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's good stuff. Uh, all right, so Drew makes fun of Jesse because apparently he found Jesse's survivor application
1: uh, because he 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 is knows the, his printer.
0: Yeah, uh, but apparently Jesse put that he knows how to use all the parts of a coconut. And I that's just, specifically what he's being made fun of for.
1: Is that really a bad reason though to?
0: I mean, that's what even what Jesse says. He's like, oh, yeah, make fun of me for knowing how to utilize, uh, I think, what does he say, like God's most versatile yeah, tree vers- nut? Yeah,
1: vers- vers- versatile nut. And I'm like, uh,
0: <laughs> I'm just like, okay, okay. I always I, forget
1: that the coconut is technically a nut until somebody really wants to debate it. And I'm like, but it has milk in it.
0: I mean, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it all works, man. I try not to think about it because cucumbers and tomatoes are fruit,
1: technically. I know, and that always gets me, too, because when we were growing up, we learned that they were vegetables.
0: Cucumbers and tomatoes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. And I'm always just like,
1: what the fuck, people? Can't we just have one thing that stays the way it's supposed to? (laughs) Fluid is a planet. A cucumber and a tomato are freaking vegetables. (laughs) You called it a tomato? A tomato. (laughs)
0: oh oh goodness uh yes anyways so uh after all the roasting they agree to start fresh with jesse yeah. they even invite him to the birthday party which was cool but not sophie she doesn't get an invite
1: Do they fucking they're like no not you. No,
0: you you're not invited she's like oh and i love jet because like when she says she's like you're not invited they pan back over to sophie and jesse and sophie's like but jesse's like <laughs> like he's got his hands on his face, he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, what I he, thought would have been right. really
1: funny is if he would have been like, "I really need this. I'll see you later." Yeah, I thought that would have been like a great addition where he's like, "Oh god, oh shit," and then he's like, "But I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out with them. I'll see you later." Yeah, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> uh, "But you know, Sophie, she understands. She goes, she goes to head out. Um, but as she does." One of the women from the party whose name is Parker because they say it at the very beginning. Um, I didn't catch it the first time around. I didn't even catch it that, that she had a name until uh, I watched it again. Okay. Uh, she walks up to Jesse uh, and they start chatting or whatever. Uh, Parker, played by Megan Rath uh, from the show is Being Human, Hawaii 5 Supergirl, and New Girl.
1: Yeah. That's where I know her from is Supergirl.
0: You should know her from New Girl. You've watched that whole show. She was Coach's girlfriend that he moves away with.
1: Oh, that's her too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs>
0: the the cellist. Yeah, buddy. You, uh, know what, yes.
1: you know what dating a cellist is always? But never mind.
0: <laughs> we'll uh, keep it clean to end the show. So, like, real quick. As soon as I saw her there, I was like, she's going to become a, a bigger part of this show. Yeah. Because, like, she's an actress who, who, like, I've seen a lot of, and they do that a lot. They'll pull somebody who's, like, recognizable to kind of let you know they're going to be important.
1: You know, if I was ever going to psych somebody out by thinking that I was going to do that, you know who I would cast to be that person? Mm-hmm. I, I had this person in mind specifically <laughs> already. It would be Macaulay fucking Calkin. Oh, interesting. People would be like, oh, that's Macaulay Calkin. Oh, he's going to be somebody and then it'd be, like, the one time you see him, and then literally, like, like I would give him a name and everything for that episode. Like, for... Fuck, I don't even... It doesn't say, matter. Say a say guy's name really quick. First name. Jeff. Jeff. So I'd be like, oh, Jeff. And then, like, the next episode, I'd be like, oh, my God, did you guys hear? Jeff was in a bad car accident, and he passed away. It is so sad. And everybody would be like, what the fuck? Like... I thought Jeff was gonna be somebody.
0: <laughs> yep, I mean, that sounds about right. I like it. I would do that.
1: Like but yes, though, I like though that this is how they end the episode because Sophie gets that like disappointed look on her face. Yeah, yeah. I
0: have I have some of that written down. I was like, cause cause this Parker girl, like she, you know, she apologizes to Jesse for roasting him, and they and
1: yeah. they just,
0: you know, she's new and she's just. New wanted them to like her and they start chatting and they're having a good time and yeah they they pan over to sophie and she's got this like it's like oh it's like a mixture of like jealousy with a little bit of like regret been me. yeah like a little bit of that kind of a reaction like
1: oh yeah
0: because we know that she still is in love with jesse you know she had that letter and they'll uh, yep. hit it in the lost and found box
1: lost and found box
0: that's gonna come back you know it will. Um but yeah, and so that's how they end the episode. So it's like, oh, man, this was like the episode of, of this whole season, not just this episode. This whole season has been like the epi- the, the season of breakups, right? Oh, because uh, Sophie broke up with a couple of people. Uh, Jesse broke up with Meredith. Yep. Uh, Ellen and, and Rachel broke up. Uh, Charlie and Hannah broke up. And I think we're gonna see Sid and or Charlie and Hannah. Charlie and Vale broke up, and I think I think we're gonna see Sid and Hannah break up. It
1: almost makes me feel like though, with all the breakups that have happened, they're gonna swerve us and they're gonna work it out. Maybe
0: I don't know, man.
1: Like, cause it almost feels like that's what they're building to. It's like a roller coaster. It's like tick 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 break up, tick 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 break up. Tick, yeah. tick, 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 breakup. And then you're going to get to that apex where you think it's going to be Hannah and Sid, and then it's going to be downward slope until everything fixes itself and then shoots back into a fucking tailspin of fun and joy. Hey, big man what, what if, what if, though? Ooh, ooh, ooh. What if they don't break up, but the fucking climax is like, Hannah dies
0: if they kill hannah i think that's i think that would be their equivalent i think that would be the equivalent of them jumping the shark that's
1: but think about it this way though a breakup sid's gonna have to go through his mourning period and he's gonna have to and just follow me because they're, they're if, if she dies it's, down, it's a, to a that. far longer mourning period but there's a reason to it though there'd be a reason to that one though if they break up, he's got to go through that I'm not worthy of dating people thing. Mm. If she dies, it's not that he's not worthy. He finds companionship in another person. It's that Maybe. parallel. What
0: Maybe, if- but I think if if they break up, depending on the reason, I don't think it's guaranteed that he would feel like he's not worthy.
1: I mean, depending not at this on point, the reason. Right now, I feel like they're gonna break up over the distance.
0: And if if anything, Taylor could bring him out of that if that happened. Anyway, well,
1: oh, I'm sure Taylor's gonna bring him out of it. I so, mean, otherwise, introducing her was for nothing.
0: I just like I don't like the idea because like the whole everybody got up in arms about. I mean, spoilers for How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this right now. If you don't want to know how How I Met Your Mother ends then skip it yeah you know what just end it right now it's fine because we're getting close to the end, anyways um but Uh, people got so mad that they that tracy dies
1: see i don't get mad that tracy dies oh i I know i know
0: exploded
1: i know but i'm saying i personally didn't get mad that she died i respected that choice what pisses me off is that the whole fucking show is about Ted finding his true love. They could have had her die and they could have led it back to Robin, but not so blatantly where he's talking to the kids and they're like, this is a story about you wanting to date at Robin. And he's like, no. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, Oh my God, I've been telling this long story about how I've had this conquest of fucking horrors in your Aunt Robin.
0: Here's the problem. You, like most of the internet, put your own expectations on the show.
1: You're right. That's the problem.
0: This is the story that they were telling from the beginning. And they have been telling us that this is the story from the beginning.
1: Well, I mean, they tell us, like, from episode one, because he meets a woman named Tracy. There's zero reason
0: why he would start this process of this story, meeting Robin, and, and they're dating and all that shit, if it wasn't about her. That is true. He wouldn't. I still just hate it. He, he may not realize it as a person, because it's in his subconscious. Oh, yeah, I
1: get that. You know
0: what I mean? As a storyteller. But that's the whole reason why he starts there.
1: No, I get it. Yeah. Like I said, I just because
0: you can't say, oh well, they had to introduce Robin so that they could, you know, because they meet at Robin and Barney. But they didn't, they didn't, int- they didn't start it off introducing any of the other people. If that's the case, right. I should have started it in college then, when he met Marshall,
1: that
0: to show true. us everybody, you know, or start the show when he met Barney because it's also Barney's wedding.
1: That is like, true.
0: you know what I mean they've been telling us and for like three seasons before the end of the show, they were telling us that she was dead.
1: Oh yeah. There were, there were signs. It is there.
0: There are multiple points where it's like, Oh, this chick dead. But people didn't want to believe it. They didn't want to accept that.
1: All right. Back to how I met your father hey, though. Yes.
0: So there, there's that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was the end of, of that portion of it and everything. I just yeah. had. I had one question because uh, technically I had two, but I covered the Veil vale and Charlie one as we okay. were talking about it.
1: Wait, I want to hear it anyway, though.
0: The Veil, vale it was all the stuff about her parents. and. Oh, and, OK. And OK. Stuff.
1: So literally we covered it, covered it.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I just I went right down to my question section and went right through it uh, as, as we were talking about it. Because I was like, well, we're really right here. I might as well talk about it. Um, but my question is, it seems pretty obvious that Parker is going to be a new love interest for Jesse.
1: Pretty obvious. Yeah.
0: Do you think he's going to self sabotage this one, or do you think it could actually last for a little bit?
1: So, okay. So, I actually thought about this one, and I was like, I don't think he's going to self sabotage this one. I think it's going to be a group member sabotage.
0: And I think it's going to be Veil. Vale. Veil? Vale. Oh, like, like doing it for Sophie? For
1: Sophie. She knows, man. Yeah. Now she's gonna she's gonna try to protect Sophie at this point. Yeah, because
0: I don't I don't see I don't think Sophie would do it uh, on her own. I just I don't
1: she think she had, would. I'm do I'm it. gonna say it like this: she doesn't have the testicular fortitude to.
0: She ain't got the balls for I it. was
1: trying to say it more politely, but yeah, she ain't got the balls. She she's too much of a pacifist to go and do something. She wants Jesse to be happy, even if it means it's not with her. Yeah. So yeah. no, I don't think Sophie will do but it. But I I, think... I could
0: absolutely see Vail getting all up in yep. there
1: yeah yeah and doing it all under the radar too and not even being caught about it
0: yeah yeah it'll be interesting it'll be interesting i'm also interested how the breakup will affect ellen How the break the, the rachel and her i breakup. mean she's
1: clearly not taking it well to start but i think with yeah, the friendship I mean, group she has she's gonna i'm not gonna say bounce back but i think well, she's gonna recover. think about
0: this this was her first relationship since her divorce yeah, it was essentially her rebound.
1: I mean, yeah, but it put her in a good headspace. It
0: did. So yeah. my hope is that it doesn't break her. Like, that's all I want. Don't See, it, I don't want her to be broken at this.
1: point. I don't think it will, though, because, again, though, she's got a good enough friendship group that yeah. I don't think they're going to let her wallow in.
0: It. Yeah. And maybe, you know, she'll find somebody uh, soon, too. You know, who knows? Somebody better. I don't know. Like I liked Rachel. But they started off in a bad like they didn't start off the best of ways.
1: Well what if what if just putting this out there, what mm-hmm. if the girl who's just talking to Jesse isn't a straight woman?
0: Oh, you think what if Parker and Ellen yeah. end up together? Like, I mean
1: I mean what if it's like a, a swing and a miss type thing for Jesse? Like <laughs> he's yeah. talking to this girl, she's new. All she's looking for is a friend. Maybe. Now she's got a friend in Jesse. They hang out with the group a few times and then she's like, hey, well, can you tell me about that Ellen girl? And he's like, oh, it's my sister. You know, she's into the just move. That would be quite a swerve. And I would kind of dig it. I mean, I try to think outside the box. and look Yeah. Like, like, this could happen. This yeah. could happen. I mean, I who's mean, to say she doesn't meet Charlie and get interested in Charlie? He's quite the ladies, man.
0: It's true. It's true. I, and, but I think it would be a, I think if she went for Ellen, that would be a really interesting swerve. I'm just saying, sometimes, you know... Especially because it's like, we think it's Jesse, but then she ends up going for his sister. That would be kind of neat, you know?
1: <laughs> it's always the sister.
0: I like it. I like it. I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes. We've got four episodes left, three weeks. I
1: mean,
0: where I'll those, say it like stuff.
1: this. I want to hear the the audience thoughts on this. I want them yes. to pop over, leave us some comments, yes. leave us some voice messages. You know where to find us. Every link we have is a last call. H-I-M-Y-M. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Who's going where? What chess pieces are in play? And who's going to end up with who? Yes. And what briefcase has the million dollars?
0: Boom. Let's do it. All right, John. What are your final overall thoughts on the episode?
1: Captain's Log. <laughs> Stardate. One. <coughs> episode wasn't the worst. <laughs> it wasn't the best. Yeah, definitely a lot of plot hole. Definitely a yeah. lot of coincidence needed. Yeah. All I'm saying is, is maybe the writers could have used a drink or a fresh pair of bodies. Yeah, I mean,
0: which is which is surprising, because like this guy did. I thought Universal Therapy was a great episode.
1: It was, you know. but I mean, not every episode can be a winner, bro. That's true. That's true. How and it's not. And we... like you said, it's not
0: that this episode was bad. It just could have been better.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's how like... many times have we watched Charlie met your mother and been like, "This episode, it's eh." It's yeah, it's not the it's worst true. episode we've seen, but it's not. It's not one of the best. That's true. That's true. I mean, I can say that about every show.
0: But I, I do have to say, best part of this episode is that Valence and Charlie storyline. That thing. That piece is
1: fantastic. Because they're they gonna say it bang, 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 and a bang, 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 and a bang. Want, 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 bang. Um,
0: I I also did enjoy uh, that that parody song. <laughs>
1: oh, my coworkers. Yeah, <laughs> I want. I want Amy. Also, can we just talk about really quickly that I started to notice that the ends of the episode always close with a modern cover of a classic song yeah i I've love to, i love that, that and this that. one really got me this one like yeah and i was like oh that's a beautiful cover yeah like and i went in a couple of episodes ago i had asked you to look up who the uh there was the tom petty one yeah Was so it wasn't tom petty
0: was it i remember you asking me to look up somebody
1: like one of the songs pretty yeah. sure it was no i don't remember what song was it american girl it might have been i don't remember i don't, I don't remember what song. No, I remember no it's you get what you that. give was the song okay. it was new radicals
0: oh yeah, yeah i yeah.
1: had you look it up for me because i really liked the cover and it's on my spotify playlist now i'm like it's oh my god
0: you, you know i really i haven't looked but i really think it'd be cool if they put all the end songs whatever into like a, a how i met your father Spotify play playlist type of thing.
1: I mean, they did that with High Night Mother. They made yeah. High Night Mother CDs and it was the music well, of High My Mother. Yeah, but that was like the stuff from within the show. Yeah, but they also did like music of High My Mother too. Like, that's how oh, did that. See, like, yeah.
0: the, I, I don't think I've ever heard those. did it
1: too. Scrubs did uh, yeah. music of how i met or uh, yeah scrubs did a music of how i met your mother you know
0: I'd, I'd listen to that but no like a lot of these covers i'd love for them to just put them together in, in a playlist honestly so i, I
1: kind of want you to go back to season one and go through like all the ends yeah. and like kind of pull the list and see which ones like i'd make a playlist of that
0: i'll have to see if the wiki is updated because at least with the how i met your mother wiki it tells you what songs are in the episode so i'll have to go and look and see if they've updated for season one and for like the previous episodes of season two to see if they've updated what songs are in it for like the ending and stuff and yeah we'll check that out it'd be pretty cool put it together maybe put the the list up on twitter or something like that that'd be neat yeah that'd be pretty cool but yeah I, i i enjoyed the episode but yeah i agree um not not the best but not the worst or anything like that it's it's just kind of in the middle you know whatever it's it's yeah. it's balancing that line had some good stuff had some stuff that could have been fixed but you know is what it is but uh you know unless you got anything else that say uh you could uh, let everybody know where they can find you my friend
1: i'm gonna keep it simple tonight jump on over to twitter look me up i put my <laughs> name out there a bunch of times sure. if you don't remember it by now then you shouldn't be listening to this podcast but i'm hoping you stay around because it's it's simply saying j1 but i'm not going into what i do go find me look me up and do it for yourself do your own homework
0: there it is folks you can find me uh on twitter at movie blog merc that's the twitter page for my site merc with the movie blog if you are watching this on the youtube channel you are watching it on the merc with the movie blog youtube channel so be sure to hit that like button if you like what you're watching smash that subscribe button and click that little bell
1: wherever the fuck it is man And remember that if you're watching from your mobile device, you can set the notifications to let you know when we drop new content. But we're going to tell you everywhere. Anyway, it's usually every Friday.
0: Yeah, we try. No, Monday. Monday. Oh,
1: Monday. I'm sorry. Every Monday. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we try. I meant Monday. Well, uh, we used to drop Father on Fridays because we were doing it two at a time, two weeks. Like we did Mother on Mondays, Father on Fridays. But when we stopped doing two a week, I just, everything is on Monday. Uh, Is the way I've been doing it. Everything's yeah. on Monday. Monday, suckers. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> if you are listening to this on audio, uh, you can head on over to anchor.fm slash last call y m, and leave us a voice message over there. We'd love to hear uh, from you, your thoughts, oh, questions, you. concerns. Okay. Maybe give us some predictions. Ask us some questions about stuff, you know, that you're thinking about from the episodes, you know, because where this show could about be going. About your father. You have a
1: random question you want to ask yeah. us? Why is Josh always wearing white T-shirts?
0: I don't always wear white. Sometimes I wear blue. Suck it. Oh man. Why is Josh so
1: handsome?
0: I mean that—that's a hard question. You know, I'll have to give it some thought. (laughs) If and if you guys want to know, actually ask the question, and then we'll do that. But uh, yeah, and uh, we will play that out on air, and we'll talk about whatever you say. You know, right there uh, uh, on on an an episode. Unless you
1: ask us specifically not to play it on air, and we then will. Yes, we have been asked not to play stuff on air. And yes. I mean,
0: that's fair. Yeah. We respect
1: um, people's privacy.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you are on Apple Podcasts and you really like what you're listening to, you can leave us a five star review and I will read that out on air as well. Uh, Spotify, you can leave us a rating over there. It'll help boost us in the rankings and, and get us seen more by by people uh, that will really help us out that way. You can leave comments on the YouTube channel as well. Oh, we always Hell forget yeah. about to, to mention that, but we do get we some do. comments here and there. So you definitely do that, and and I'll you know if you have questions or whatever, and you put them in the comments there, I'll read them out as well. And uh, oh, always uh, Twitter and Instagram at Last Call H-I-M-Y-M. Patreon also Last Call H I M Y M. You know, if you guys want that, that's cool. No pressure. It's all good in the hood, folks. Yeah. It's
1: uh, all good, man.
0: It's all good, man. Uh, But, yeah, uh, like I said, at last call, H-I-M-Y-M. And uh, I think that's all I got
1: for him, man. What do you got for him? If you ain't chewing big red, fuck you. (laughs) Also, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right, everybody.
0: Catch you next time.